Hi, and welcome to the Skift Airline Weekly Lounge. I'm your host, Madhuni Krishnan, the editor of Airline Weekly, and I'm here today with Sean O'Neill, travel tech editor for Skift Travel. Sean and another reporter here, Brian Summers, who covers airlines, recently did what is called a deep dive, uh, sort of a longer, more analytical piece on the smart airport. This topic struck a chord with me, Sean, because I've been covering the airline industry and the airport industry since 2004, and the smart airport, the new, the airport of the future was always just around the corner. So what what makes what makes what's different now? What's different now at the end of 2019? That's right. Yeah, there's a lot of reason to be skeptical. First of all, thanks for having me on the show. Longtime listener, first time guest here. Uh, my colleague uh, Brian Summers uh, was saying that there is really more of a dumb airports trend because most of the 4,000 airports in the world are uh, have very painful experiences. There's a lot of antiquated technologies, but there are a few airports uh, in conjunction with airline groups that are trying to improve the process. And, you know, I, I totally hear you. I remember, um, you know, from uh, around 2004, you know, first doing uh, stories about RFID tags. We're going to right. make yeah. uh, baggage <laughs> tracking, you know. I mean, we've been hearing about these, you know, they're going to put little radio transmitters and things. And to your point about what's new in 2019, as a lot of the technology has become cheaper and more seamless. So um, the example of if you think about astronomers, if they, the idea of putting little tags on all the bags is a little bit like, uh, you know, how if radio, astro- you know, if astronomers tried to put little tags in at little aircraft, all the stars and put little tags and had them send signals to us so that we could, that way we could track them. Yeah. What we're doing now is we're sending, they have new technologies that sort of scan the airport and can t- detect the sensors that are already um, built in to a lot of uh, equipment to be able to um, identify things. So the cost of things is going to be better. They're going to have cheaper more re, uh, recyclable uh, a typical cost or one of those old type of scanners for baggage tracking would cost like a dollar a unit uh, and then you have to have all the re- regular replacement equipment so th- the bottom line not to ramble on there's about 20 million bags a year are lost yeah. according to the airline lobby and they can they believe they can really dramatically drop that down within five years thanks to new technology it's going to be cheaper well okay so but the smart airport isn't just about bags right, right. it's about uh, the uh, from what i understand you know from from the industry and also from reading your deep dive is that uh, so the goal is sort of twofold, right? One is to enhance the passenger experience and make it more seamless and more comfortable for the passenger, but also um, to enhance security, right? And that that's that. I think that's true. I think the paramount goal is to make more money. So mm-hmm. the airports feel like they're they're casting off all this data and they could make a lot of money with how much where the passengers are going, how to get more money out of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, some airports like. Uh, Shangi and, and Singapore do a fantastic job of getting twice as much money, non-air revenue out per passenger. How are they doing that? So one of the things is, well, they've recently introduced this earlier this year, a new retail complex. But part of the idea is by sending out sensors, scattering the sensors across airports, they figure out where passengers are going. And then they can redesign uh, the retail experience to, to get more people to be encountering their stores. Um, part of the... Um, the bigger picture is if you think of this smart airport is kind of like we talk about smart homes, uh, the use of internet connected technologies yeah. uh, that applies to a lot of airports by adopting the new. I think one example is SAS, for example. Uh, so this month you, we've all gone to the airport and they've had that. You, you have to get your passport scanned by putting, you know, either your phone or thing down. It's this static scanner that's sitting on a podium or somewhere. Right. Now they're replacing it with Samsung Galaxy phones that just have a little app on them. The scanner is much better. So from even a farther away distance, they can like actually put like little augmented reality image of what your 
ticket is. So the, you, the, the agent will wave the phone over the barcode, whether it's your passport um, boarding pass, whether it's the luggage uh, tag that's sitting on the luggage that's over there. And because the scanning is so much better on the phone and the app is much more sophisticated, they can look at the image and they will see overlaid on it, you know, this is a bag going to LHR, this is a passenger going hmm. to X destination. And so it's these little things that are going to have incremental improvements. Um, it's not like going to be the total recall movie where you're just teleported through. Um, but I think uh, another point that came up in terms of money is my colleague Brian Summers interviewed Sir Tim Clark from Emirates as the yeah. president. And, you know, he, one of the big problems with airport design is you're planning out, you know, to 2030, you're planning out these long-term things. You have to have a digital master plan. You have to keep in mind what might happen. Uh, and he was very unhappy with the plan for Dubai ex airport expansion because he thought it didn't take an advantage that why it has this big giant, the plan is this big giant hall for check-in. And he says like, why will we need that? Why will we need 2000 people sitting there? We need to remove that space for selling retail, uh, for doing more where you, you're getting more money out of the passenger. So, hmm. All right. So, so the airport of the future will not have a big, or at least some people think will not have a big ticketing hall and will instead have some, something much smaller and the experience will be more about retail and, and concessions and dining. Interesting. Uh, so how close are we to seeing this happen? I mean, there, there. You mentioned Changi, you know, widely recognized as one of the most advanced airports in the world. Dubai itself is no, no small shakes. I mean, that's a great, great airport. Um, but what, what other airports are out there that are that have started to implement some of these these technologies? So I'll, I'll give a couple examples, but I think it is going to be, it is a five to 10 year game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, JetBlue Technology Ventures, they have invested in a company that uh, the idea, the long-term vision is they're going to need, as more passenger volumes grow, as mm -hmm. the industry grows in the next 10 years, they're going to have to make better use of the airport space. So if they can get the baggage pickup and carousels to be much smaller, that would be good. So is there a way that the airlines could just automatically seamlessly onward deliver your luggage to your hotel or your home uh, is, is one aspiration. There's a few companies for the pickup side in Australia, there's a company called Oasis that is going to cruise ships. And so they'll pick the luggage up and seamlessly deliver it to the airport. In London, there's a company that's called Airporter that'll do that. So some of it is about ancillary systems. In terms of airports, they're getting smart um, it can be small airports. In Indianapolis, uh, they're using LIDAR, which is lasers um, uh, to scan how passengers flow to try to s stop the security checkpoint getting clogged, to try to be more efficient in how the lines uh, are at the airport. In Miami and San Diego, they're using a different kind of beacon sensors to try to accomplish the same thing in order to reduce checkpoint time. And in Beijing, has just opened up a new uh, Daxing, I'm going to mispronounce it, <laughs> Daxing Airport, that... China Eastern Airlines in their uh, premium lounge there. They actually have something that's like Google Glass. You're not allowed to have Google in China, but it's a similar concept where the attendance, uh, the flight, the uh, crew that is for China Eastern that's walking around the premium lounge, they have these headsets. And so there's a camera that will identify, hey, this is Madhu. I can recognize scanning your face. And then a little AR screen pops up with information. He's a premium class passenger, whatever. And so there can be a more personalized interaction. So I think that's, there's like little individual experiments rather than any one airport being truly super. 
Okay. And did I, did your reporting touch on any of the security possibilities or security enhancement possibilities with some of the, these new technologies? Uh, so a lot of the listeners to this podcast have probably signed up for services where they speed through security. But um, for the rest of us who like have to keep taking our laptops out and taking off our shoes, depending where we are. The one that I was most excited about is uh, London Heathrow it has a is going to spend 50 million pounds on new CT scanners. These are computed tomography scanners that they are better they are better able to identify problems, and so you don't have to take the liquids and keep them in a small little mm-hmm. particular sized bag or take out your um, uh, electronic devices. That is the hope if if they work. Um, uh, and the Department of Homeland Security has been testing to see whether they would work in the United States as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, you know, when, you, when you're in an airport, when you're in the sort of secure area of an airport, you've given up a lot of your privacy anyway. I mean, you've know, gone through security, significant amount of um, data is on your PNR. Are there any other privacy concerns with some of these newer technologies? I, you know, as a tech editor, I tend to be an early adopter and tend to like lots of tech, but you know, facial recognition does make me a little nervous because I only have one face. <laughs> so if yeah. someone hacks my face, I'm in, I'm in trouble. Right. Um, so, um, but uh, I, I do think some of the technology is, is kind of interesting. You have these, the, there are privacy concerns, I think, um, as you go through airports, you know, there, there's certain airports, if you Google around information online, there's concern that some uh, authorities in certain countries, they will scan as you're passing through security, if you log on to the um, the free Wi-Fi system, mm-hmm. the local governmental authorities or rogue agents will try to find out what information, what business information you have uh, oh. to see, to scan or whatnot. So I think the situation is there may be increasingly surprises that we'll hear over the next couple of years. Has there been any blowback from uh, privacy groups? Yes. Um, uh, So just in the past week, uh, the Department of Homeland Security had to step back an effort. They were going to require all uh, American uh, travelers coming in and out to agree to the facial scans and um, activists uh, forced them to stop. They they backtracked last week Mm -hmm. uh, on that in the United States for residents. But international visitors have to do the facial scanning. So, you know, as we wrap this up, I just wanted to, you know, what are what are some other thoughts you might have on uh, on the smart airport and whether it is will the airport of the future or just always be the airport of the future? Are we actually going to see something that will make the travel experience better and more secure? Yeah, I I mean, it has definitely been the uh, like the boy who's cried wolf sort of kind of thing. We've heard about it coming and it never seems to happen. But I think one reason is that is there is a popular among you need to have governments to pay taxes to have these airports happen. And I think the thing that I was most surprised about in reporting this is that there's a real opportunity to position um, smart investing in airports as a way to get smarter about for smart cities. Airports are this microcosm. There's this great test lab for finding out new ways to deal with things like over tours and with with uh, uh, how to use big data. Uh, and there's a lot of ways that if if cities want to get smarter about handling over tours, and they can practice some of these technologies in the confined airport setting. Um, and I think some of the lessons about how airports try to approach things are have applications world, you know, worldwide. So when you have cities, you know, places like Mexico City saying they don't want to fund the new airport right. in the past year, they pulled back. You could make the argument that actually it's in the national interest to try to um, invest in smart airports. So have you seen a lot of um, buy-in from governments around the world or is it just seen as another another cost for 
problems. It's very uh, hit or miss. Some place like Singapore has definitely seen that in, it is both, uh, and, and Beijing have both seen that the airport is kind of like a welcome mat for the world. It is, it becomes a symbol of uh, how people will perceive, uh, and it's an opportunity to become a hub, to shift share away from others. In London Heathrow still hasn't, they still haven't settled out really what the runway situation there, right. you know, whereas Another other- Another story you know, I feel like I've been reporting since 2004. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So as eventually there will be some share shift uh, and the airports that are more savvy will, will start getting more passengers over time. It just makes logical sense. All right, well, uh, let's leave it there. Sean, thanks for joining the podcast. Thank you, Madhu. And I look forward to having you on again soon. And, okay. and to our listeners, if you have any feedback, please do not hesitate to email me at mu at skift.com. Thank you and goodbye.